Welcome to Wine Down Wednesday. Today's wine field conversation will be covering how behind the times the equestrian world is. All right, let's fucking do it, ladies. (laughs) I would like to open this conversation with what we almost went down the rabbit hole with during our previous recording. Yes. The freaking checkbooks, guys. The checks. Oh, my God. You have got to be kidding me. The farrier needs a check. The veterinarian needs a check. The the barn owners need checks. Leases. Oh, why? Why? Nobody uses checks anymore. You're literally requiring a future generation to continue to order checkbooks. We all have a debit card by now. Most of us have got a credit card. Save the trees. Stop with the damn checkbook. That needs to die with the older generation, okay? I just, I'm like my farrier. I'm like, can I please just Venmo you? Like, why? Why are? Why do I write a check and like stick it in a binder for you to get in the future? Like, no, just. Okay. Say that again, Lauren. Oh, I forgot my checkbook this last time because like I'm really bad about checks, and so I usually keep one in each of my vehicles each bag that I have like I just keep one everywhere which is probably like a really bad idea but I totally forgot mine and then I found out my farrier does Venmo oh what send it my way okay so I my best friend is also a horse person she is so funny so one day she was like do you still write checks for everything and I was like well mostly because freaking everyone shows you know the barrier and she goes I am single-handedly trying to change the horse world. I refuse to write <laughs> checks for anything. And I was like, what? She told it's me this so... like six months ago. <gasps> she <sighs> will not use a check. Good will for her. Yeah. She will need to switch over. She is like really? adamant about it. So she's got everybody pretty much on the no check thing. And then she texted me like, in the season of like blanket washing or whatever this last season. And she had written a check, but she wrote it like all fucking wrong. Oh, <laughs> and she's yeah. like, we're so happy photo. And she's like, I totally forgot how to write checks. Yes. <laughs> Cause like it's the blanket awful. cleaning lady only took check. But Plus, no. like nobody wants to drive to the bank to then go cash that check. Well, I don't do that though. In my personal life. Like I still yeah. get a couple of checks. Like I have a couple side gigs that I do and I get checks for but like my ass deposits that on my phone right yeah for sure no that's um my job that I work part-time I still get checks for and I deposit them all on my phone that hands down our our farriers and our trainers that are still collecting checks for things are driving their happy little butts over to the bank collecting their sucker their lollipop and you know trying to steal the bank pens while they talk to the teller and freaking deposit that check. I forgot that banks had lollipops. Yeah, single-handedly the only reason to go into a bank. Pretty much. I just, I swear, I, I, I hate the the check writing concept completely. Um, Lauren definitely don't feel bad. I keep my checkbook in my tack trunk because that's the only place I'm ever gonna freaking need that stupid thing. Yeah. I hate it. Hate it. I, We'll say my trainer recently started using Venmo for lessons. 
I don't know if she does it for leases or board or anything else, but I do know she does it for lessons, which is really convenient. I exclusively but... pay my board on PayPal. Oh, I love that. That would yeah. be so convenient. And I just do it friends and family, so there's no fees. So, fun fact, Venmo, you can only have one account linked to the same bank account. You can't have, like, you can't create a new account and link it to the same bank account. My husband had made a Venmo with our bank account to pay someone, I don't know. And I tried to make a Venmo with our bank account, and it was like, you can't do that, which I get it for security reasons. So, but it's linked to his phone and his, like, email, so every time I Venmo, he sees it. I prefer PayPal. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's one of those things I don't tell my boyfriend whenever I buy things. Things just magically show up. That's fine. And that's all that he needs to know is that things just show up and it's okay. I go to shows and it's okay. I absolutely have definitely claimed to have won things that show up at the front door. Just. That's a good tactic. I that might have to steal that. I'm like, this yeah. is a giveaway. It's fine. <laughs> if you ever need us to make up like fake giveaway messages, just let us know. So one thing I also hate about the horse world, especially with shows, is around here, most of our local shows are still pretty much on the manual front. So we don't have to mail in our entries, but it's pretty damn close. Um, we still have to give checks and we still have to email, you can email entries, but then when you get there, you have to go in and actually sign everything. Like they won't take the electronic signature as your actual signature. And then you have to give them a check. So that's frustrating. Cause it's like, I would just like to give you a credit card and then you yeah. could just bill me or our rated show around here you're allowed to electronically submit your entries but you have to give them a check or you can pay by credit card but they charge you a five percent fee and i'm like you want five percent off of like the several hundreds slash thousands of no no (laughs) yeah because with one thing with like if it was a smaller charge i'd understand that especially because like so many stores have uh minimums for credit cards because of the things that they're charged but if you're spending that much money that adds um, up. Like, I could pay able, for a yeah. barrier visit, you know? Like, I could, like, pay for something meaningful with that 5%. So, personally, yeah. I won't – it's not worth the convenience to me for that 5%. So Yeah. Wait, though, Laura, don't you literally have, like, the world's cheapest barrier? I feel like we've talked about this before. I do. <laughs> right. So, your 5% contributes to a barrier shoeing because, because your barrier is old school. she's goddamn cheap and she's goddamn good. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Side fun fact. Uh, she actually doesn't really advertise her services. My trainer just, like, has a relationship with her and she only shoes for people she likes. And... It's $85 for a full set. For steel or aluminum? Aluminum. What? That's insane. I pay $190 for Talia for fronts. Oh, my trainer constantly reminds me how cheap $180 for just fronts? Oh, my bad. She wears all four shoes. I don't know why I just said that. (laughs) I damn near had a heart attack for you. I was like, $180 for front shoes? Yeah, so I have a notoriously cheap... uh, 
Perrier, but like she is a deeply held secret. I, yeah, I would okay. treasure that. Yeah, take that to the grave. Yep. So that five percent pays for my fare. <laughs> right, yeah. but specific because your farrier fee is very affordable. <laughs> so low. Oh, I know. The, the most annoying thing about checks to me is when they don't get cashed right away. Yeah. That really grinds my gears because then I gotta make because I have it obviously attached to my checking account and there's not always money in there because I keep it in savings. Right. So I need my check to bounce. Yeah. And it's like you guys like just do it online. Like you don't even have to go to the bank. Like what yeah. do you wait for? Cash yeah. it. Hello. Yeah. That's literally what I'm saying. Like the people that are still taking checks are still taking them to the bank. Oh, it's yeah. driving me crazy. It reached a new level of crazy for me in the last couple of months because I had to reorder checks. That was the biggest ass pain that I have ever encountered. I I bank with USAA. They're incredible. They're so great. They have the best customer service. Ordering checks is such a bitch. I could not figure it out. Somebody had to hold my hand and talk me through it, which I guess that's also kind of I mean, not, just like not necessarily you have rare. To connect to the internet. Oh, correct. Um, so again, yeah, I guess that's probably not a super great example, but it was not something very clear. Like, click this button to reorder checks, and then, boom, checks arrive to my house. And in addition to how frustrating and annoying that was. I had to pay for the checks, and they wouldn't take the money out of my checking account to pay for my checks. What? Correct. You like, heard me. You guys literally have a direct link to my money. Like, just take Correct. it. <laughs> right. And they would not. Uh, thankfully, they didn't require a check, because... I didn't I have, have any. <laughs> I would have melted down and gone truly crazy nuclear. Um, but still, I was like, what do you... What, take the 595 out of my freaking checking account. Why are you making this so hard? Oh okay, gosh. I will say, so I still to this day don't know how to order checks from my bank. I actually, so my first barn, I was fortunate enough that my dad was paying for the lease I had there, but I had to pay for any shows that I did. And because I was working as a waitress at the time, I had a lot of cash on hand. So I always paid my show fees in cash every single time. And then, yeah, it, it felt really good to hand that over. It was a nice feeling. They, they were all local shows, so it wasn't any like ex exuberant amount, but it was, it was still a nice feeling. And then with my trainer currently, and with my job now, I pay in checks. And for that first time where she was like, no, you need to have a check. The way I do things is through checks. You have to have a check for this first show. I had this huge like, oh, shit moment. I need to get checks. I have no checks. I only ever paid in cash. I need to get checks. And so I tried to figure out how to do it through my bank. I couldn't get it. And then I was just Googling and Googling. Okay, and Googling. what the fuck? <laughs> like. Walmart. Who the fuck do you bank with? Like, if you, um, you should just it? be able to go reorder checks and you click a little well, bit. Well, I never had simple. checks to reorder in the first place. Right. Right. Um, I'm just Pentagon, Pentagon Federal Credit Union is who I bank with. Oh, dear okay. God. Oh, God. 
Yeah. Small. Okay. It's yeah. They're really great. They have really they're they're really nice, but I just couldn't figure out checks. They don't have the reorder checks button. They don't have the the magic reorder checks button. So I I, I, I had ended the up magic button and it still didn't happen that way. Go on. So Stephanie. it's, it's I So Walmart came to my rescue. And I order checks through Walmart. Fun fact, you can order checks through Walmart. They work. Stop. Interesting. They're great. Do I, I have, have to tell two Walmart books. my checking account number though. Yes. Hmm. But they came in a decent amount of time. I got two full books for like I think eighteen dollars was what I paid. Alright. That's right. And they came in like a few like oh a, a week, I think. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a long time long. because I only use checks for shows and lease fees, and that's it. So I don't go through them very fast. It's been a long time. But okay. yes, Walmart, if you can't figure out on your own bank, Do it Warm, Walmart will help you out. <laughs> so I um I have a teenager that I mentor. I met her through the barn. She's 17 or turning 17 and it's pretty much like the relationship is pretty much like sisterly as if she had like a sister who was like 20 years older than her it's fine uh <laughs> anyways I had to teach her how to write checks at a show like right. she yeah did she was like wait what and I was like yeah so here you actually write the numbers but here you have to spell the numbers and she's like what I was taught with the checks you have to write in cursive you have to spell out the numbers in cursive homegirl does not know how to write in cursive anymore okay I learned that in what elementary school and have never used it since you do not have to write in cursive I did just recently learn that and I am freaking thrilled because you don't want to know how many checks I had to tear up because I can't write in cursive just print that shit Yep, I do print it now. I just learned that. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore, guys. Like, I'm writing it in print. If it don't cash, stop using checks. <laughs> so another thing about our industry that I think is interesting. So I started writing about four years ago. And I was on a search for a barn back then. So... It seems like this may have resolved itself a little bit since then, but when I was looking for a barn, I was on the Google, right? Looking for barns. I knew nothing about our local area. I knew nothing about what barns are good or what barns are bad. I was just on the Google, like, beginner lessons. Those bitches didn't have websites. Like, fucking, I was losing my mind. And if they did have a website, they wouldn't list pricing. And it, I was, it was like it was it, probably sponsored by like Webex or something. And it hasn't been updated <laughs> right. since 1997. Exactly. It's like <laughs> update your websites. I want the information right there so I can compare it to someplace else and have their information right there. And then I will make an informed decision on my own. But first of all, you need a website. Second of all, it needs to be functional. Have an email address that I can email because my ass ain't calling you. Sorry. Right. True. Got it. Yeah. And then, fun fact, you have to respond to your email. Yes. (laughs) It can't go to your horsegirlfan101 at AOL.com. Like, no. (laughs) It's so bad. That was really hard when I, like, was trying to find – I was trying to get – 
into this world, you know, send emails and ask questions and like, do you have available availability? Here's who I am. Here's what I'm looking for. I would send more (laughs) emails and not get like responses. And it's so frustrating as a potential client to not get a response. And I think now as someone who understands the horse world, I get it because generally horse people are just busy and not in the a place to have service or whatever, but you're also crazy old school. You're also running a business though. Like you have to be available. You have to set aside time to answer emails. Yeah. Yeah. If you want clients, absolutely. I will say my trainer took a good handful of days to actually get back to me. But now that I know her and I know how busy she is. And also on top of that, she's a, bit of a scatterbrained person to begin with it doesn't help I love her dearly but she is also not the type to be able to like sit down and email she is constantly fixing fences yeah that's a horse person thing I think yeah she actually texted me before she emailed me I think if I remember correctly all right my next biggest beef y'all the the tan the tan breaches guys horses (laughs) are dirty okay Everything you touch on them is dirty, no matter what. Why are we still in a sport where you wear light-colored clothing that is not stain-resistant? I will say us as hunters are slightly more lucky because people in, like, jumpers and stuff also wear white pants or just Y'all, I could not. I could not. Never. As as a, a female in the adult ages... I ain't wearing white pants. None of you need to take pictures of my butt over a jump in white pants. Okay. <laughs> Period. No, never going to happen. Never, ever, 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 ever. So I got unreasonably excited about buying my first pair of white breeches. And it's not because they were white. Because that is the shitty part of the whole thing. It was because that meant that I could ride in a classic. And that meant that I was good enough to ride in a fucking classic. So... The white aside, I was just super jazzed that I could wear them because it's right. like it's almost like a like I'm good enough or I've gotten to the point where I can jump in a class that's a classic and wear the whites. It's that's definitely how I'm gonna feel when I can buy my first shad belly. Like right yeah. on our world, that's when you know you've made it. Okay, so for Lauren and Laura, the audience needs to know. How do you compare and contrast and decide on which pair of white breeches is not going to show everything to the world that's captured forever on video and picture because we live in this millennia? I want to know this because there is no way that you just enter into the world and the first pair of white breeches that you purchase just automatically work. It's, there's no way. No, I don't no. believe it. So yep. I need to hear this. <laughs> Inquiring minds need to know. Yep. All right, Lauren. Okay, well, so I already had a pair of the, I don't know how you say it, the R-O-M-F-H, Romp? I don't know. I had a pair of those Romp. Yeah. Those breeches, I had a pair in blue, and I was like, this seems pretty thick, like pretty, pretty substantial material. So I went ahead and got a white pair for the classics. And so far, so good. You know, neutral okay. color to wear with, uh, you know, obviously minimal line underwear for any breaches. Right. So. I mean, I just assume you guys are either not wearing underwear at all or are wearing the smallest G-string 
thong bikini whatever that I've ever imagined in my life I spend a lot of time thinking about how you guys are wearing those pants okay I have no really (laughs) really though that I think about for people I'm like I wonder what they're doing you know so I wrote in my first classic last summer and I spent two months like thinking way too much about white pants um and I'm usually a bargain shopper so I usually buy used and I usually buy bargain or on sale just because that's who I am I'm an accountant I like to save money I don't I, I do like to spend it but with a reasonable fashion but I was like, white, I can't do used. Like that just. Like, I was about no. to say, I'm like, no, there can't yeah. be anything used and white that is not see-through at this point. Uh-uh. I got my romp breeches on eBay. Oh my really? Lord. Were they new? They were like, they had been used once or twice. They had very faint brown saddle stains on them, like stains. Right. Okay. So question two, how do you avoid my leather boots still leave a small mark on my breeches and... They will. I, I, like, right. How how exactly are you, again, this is the whole concept of the butt in the air over the big scopey jump. How is your ass not brown? Because I, it's even kind of brownish in my tan. Yeah. I don't know how you guys are surviving in white. No, you just have to wash it. Like, right when you get home, strip, put in the washer, OxyClean, soak it for a day. Wash it again. Like, you have to just babysit the shit out of them. So what about two shows in a row? What about when you warmed up that morning? Classics are only on Sundays. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> These white pants are a hard no. A forever yeah. hard no. So honestly, though, like, to answer your original question, I went to my tax store. I was like, what are all the white pants in my size? Give me all of them. I took my mother because she. Yeah, mother will tell. The one who would tell me the right and the wrong. <laughs> yep. Can you see my vagina? Moms are great All right. for that. So I took her and we tried on like six different pairs of breeches. I wanted the Taylor Sportman's because I have tan show pants in them and they're really comfortable and they wear really nicely and they were way too see through. So it was a problem. They fit nicely. But I ended up with Ariats, and they are, like, thick enough. They're, like, techy fabric where they don't stain too much, and they ended up being perfect for exactly what I needed. The other ones either didn't fit right or were too see-through, and that's what I landed on. And I was like, fuck it. Like, this is the one time I'm going to buy a full-price pair of breeches because it's just worth it, right? So I did, and I wear pajama pants over my show clothes. Smart. So I think my classic on that Sunday was late in the day. So I actually didn't even wear my whites at first because I was helping other clients and stuff. And then I, when I changed into them, I put PJs over them. And then like the moment I was going to mount, I like stripped my PJs off and that is it. And I still have a little bit of staining on my boot and like a little bit on my belt line, but it, you just have to treat them with absolute care. All right, so I have two follow-up questions. Question number one, what about the people that are horse-showing in 105-degree summers? Where I'm from, we call it swamp ass. Um, yep. Right, so yep. I'm, I'm asking about swamp ass. Is it visible through white breeches? 
It sounds unfortunate to me, and that's my only answer to that question. Okay. All right. So obviously you very your lucky. your ass crack apparently doesn't sweat. So good for you, but <laughs> for the rest of the world, <laughs> just saying. Okay. Um, so question. So here's in, in topic number kind of two. It's a little caveat to this. So I honestly feel like there needs to be this private forum where people share this kind of information to new people. So my fiance likes to ride and most horse trainers are female in the United States. There aren't a lot of male riders for him to talk to. So he had to experiment on his own as to what undergarment structure he was going to need to not hurt himself physically during the posting trot. Correct. Yes, very much. Um, Yeah. He didn't have a guy that he could talk to to say, how do you keep this from hurting? And I'm like, why is this not a thing? Why is this not public access knowledge? Like, it's not like any every man has eventually asked this question. Why is this information just not easily available on Google? And okay. even for females who are more prevalent in this sport, like big busted women, like what bra do you wear? You're yep. constantly going up and down. That shit bounces. What do I wear two bras? Do I have four no. bras? Like what do I like? I literally just had this conversation with yeah. a follower that we all know and we are all friends with. Um, because she was really upset. Somebody made a really beautiful edit of her and they slow mode while she was posting. And it's very pretty. The horse's gait is just fabulous. But yes, she looks like she's hitting herself in the chin. And I was the first one to be like, honey, you need to strap those things down. I am a full busted woman and I have learned how to strap those down. They don't move, okay? So, but yeah, this information needs to be available to everyone. It does. Well, yeah, and like point. underwear too. Like, yes. Do I wear a thong? Yes. That sounds a little painful. I heard. Like, or do I like? I just learned that some of you guys are wearing like spanks underneath your. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I that's, never even yeah, heard of that. That's totally the answer. Yeah. Yeah. No. So. I discovered Nyx, I the brand Nyx, and they have like this tech fabric, like breathable. And I like exclusively wear them when I'm riding because it feels like I'm not wearing any underwear and it doesn't cause me any problems. Like when I first started riding, especially when you're first starting riding, because you are like riding on your crotch, like let's correct. Like yep. there are some things going on there. Correct. Things are chafing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And been there. like some good underwear could change that. Yeah. So about these nicks, uh, is there a way to relieve yourself without having to take them off completely? Coming from the wet sports bra club, um, there's a lot of things that become difficult to take off when you're nice and sweaty and then put yeah. back on. No, I mean, they're typical underwear. They're just a more tech fabric. You know what I mean? So they come in the classic underwear shapes. Yes. Okay, so that's probably pretty easy. But So, like, okay. my concern, of course, was with the Spanx. Like, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. a bodysuit. But then I found out that the Spanx do have a, um, they are designed to allow you to relieve yourself. So. And especially answer. when you're probably in a porta potty, like things get right, weird. and it's stinky, and it's hot, and it's 110 degrees, and life sucks. Like no. All right. So all the other crazy, outdated things about uh, the equestrian world. 
that I so ever so genuinely despise. I think at shows is a big thing. Like posted order of goes, all that stuff can be electronic. And yet, at least in my area, it's not. Like we have horse show time, but it actually only updates at the end of the day. Yeah, at the end of the show, half the like, time. Yeah. Like something that updated live would be really nice. And because then if like, you know, for example, the rated show near us is relatively close to our barn. So we could potentially be messing around at our barn and come back and like go back and forth. But we can't because they're not electronically like there. There, yeah, there's no way to update you guys and tell you when. Yeah. No, so sure. like, what's the order go? The classic. I would love to know that because I have four hours till it's supposed to go. If I'm last in the line, then you have more. And like I know five there's hours. 30 people. That changes my whole schedule. Right. But right mm-hmm. now it's like I'm just sitting around on my tack trunk eating a burrito, like waiting for. <laughs> Someone to like announce to the barn what's happening with your jammy pants over your breeches so that exactly. all the burrito contents do not spill onto do not your get breeches. Onto my whites. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. All right. So all I right. think that would be, I mean, I don't think that's hard. They all have computers in there in the show yeah. office. So like, why is the technology not there? When my trainer went to Vegas, it was really nice because they had that shit online and it was like updated constantly. And I was like, I, like, looked at my trainer. I was like, this is really nice. Like, we know exactly where you are in the order of go. We know exactly what's going down. And we can plan accordingly. That's the hard part about shows is the hurry up and wait. Yep. You've been there all day, and then all of a sudden, your horse already needs to be warmed up. And you're like, well, couldn't I have known this, like, 45 minutes ago? And that stresses me out so much. Yep. Oh, see, that was the worst part was at finals in the the workings that I mentioned uh, before the class of 38. We had our we had our warm up round and then we had everybody else go. So everybody did the warm up. The warm up was at 8 a.m. And then you had something else like two or three classes of something else of a bunch of people. And then the workings was the last of the day. So warm up was first thing in the morning. Yeah, it makes no sense. I don't understand it. And then workings was last. And out of these 38 people, two rounds each, I was one of the later third to go. So I had my warm up round at 8 a.m. I didn't go until like after three o'clock. And lucky enough, we had um, an announcer speaker in all the barns that were there because it was a stay over show. But if we didn't have that speaker system saying like, Oh, we're at this point, we would have had to take our golf cart or like walk ourselves down to the office and been like, where are y'all at? What, like how much longer, (laughs) which we actually ended up doing a few times because it was just moving so slow and unexpected and people were changing orders and yada, 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 which never helps anything at all, which is also something that, if it was online, could be completely updated and resolved everything. Yeah. All right, Lauren, do you have any? I can't think of anything else. The checkbook thing is what really just sent me over the (laughs) edge. Grinds my gears. It does. (laughs) It does, because when we have so many, like Apple Pay, Electronic Pay, there's the Square. There's so many things nowadays that make it so easy to pay with either credit cards or electronically through your phone. 
there's no excuse to to still force people to pay with checks when it's not a main way that people pay with things right now because if you go to a a grocery store now with a checkbook they're gonna look at you like you're crazy like it's not a widely accepted form of payment anymore like medieval torture (laughs) (laughs) so we definitely know that everybody has some gripes about how old-fashioned the equestrian world is for sure um stephanie recently though got a super cool upgrade for the rest of us hoof oil users. So I definitely want to hear her end on that one. Yeah, so most of us in the hunters always have to use a hoof oil before you go into the ring and it's always a last minute thing. It's very quick and rushed. Or your horse, especially on the East Coast, it's very humid and there's a lot of clay and you use a lot of hoof oil on their soles and on the bottoms of their feet to keep it moisturized and at a good level or not too wet or just just keep it very stable recently i was fortunate enough to win a giveaway from healthy hair care because for years i've been using you might know it as the pink stuff it's a concentrated hair moisturizer conditioner that they sell i've been using it for years it's it's super cheap it's like 16 bucks for a bottle where i'm at and then you get like four or five spray bottles out of it. So it ends up being a really good deal. And I actually didn't know that they had any other products until I came across their Instagram and their giveaway and they were giving away some hoof oil to which I bought the hoof oil because I didn't think I'd win the giveaway. And then I won the giveaway because that's how life works. Rolling in hoof oil. So I have three containers of hoof oil right now. So I am set for the rest of the entire (laughs) year. I am so happy. But so you know how there's normal hoof oil containers, they come in a tub and they have a little handle that kind of resembles the nipple to a bottle that you would give to like a goat or a cow. These are my father's words. He was very confused by the handle. I mean, we yeah, we are. It's it's a very odd little handle. So they actually have two sizes and normally with the two sizes, you'd either have a small bottle with a handle or a large bottle with a handle but no healthy hair care has their hoof dressing and the small size comes in a spray bottle what literally life-changing and i think this is the coolest thing this is not sponsored i wish i was i'm not cool enough to be sponsored (laughs) so dexter is particularly bad about picking up his feet, specifically his hinds. And there have been multiple occasions on which where I've picked up his feet trying to put any form of hoof conditioner, dressing, oil, what have you, on his hind feet to try to help because he has pads upon pads upon everything on his hind feet because he's just got conformational issues. So we're trying to fix all of that. And With the clay that we have here in Virginia, it gets kind of extra moist in there, and I've been trying to help with that. And he's not a fan of picking up his feet to begin with, and the amount of times I've knocked over my can of dressing and oil and just dumped half of it out into his stall is heartbreaking because I'm not trying to be wasting money like that. And for a company to come out and have a product now to where you can't, knock it over it's a spray bottle if you knock it over it just gets a little dusty and you move on with your life and it's great and I'm so excited to try it out they literally fixed something that we all didn't like and I can say most of us were at least having some kind of problem with 
And they're like, oh, let's just put it in a spray bottle. Boom. My personal problem has been I do a very good job of cleaning out my horse's hooves, okay? But there's still always some poop on there, okay? It's it's always still nice and deep in that crook. And so when I'm trying to paint the sole with this oil, there's horse poop on my brush, right? And then you got to put the brush back in the can of oil. So now you just have a collection of horse poop, shavings, all the things that horses carry in the bottom of their feet floating around in this oil it's gross, okay, and I'm super germaphobic, as we've definitely clearly identified in all of the previous podcasts, but I'm like, this is gross. I don't like this at all. So to now have this solution where I'm like, I can just spray your hoof, and then you can put it back down, and nothing of what's on your hoof is going back into this bottle. So to me, revolutionizing, I will be purchasing it. Also not sponsored. But, oh, my God, way to just fix something that's just so old school and traditional in the equestrian world by applying new technology and science to it. OK, which literally meant putting it in a damn squirt bottle. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, life it's perfect, though. Yes. You wouldn't think because also with like saddle soaps and everything between using like a tub or a squirt bottle, having a spray bottle with soap, just being able to go, oh, here's my saddle spritz, spritz, spritz half the thing is covered in soap immediately Yeah. versus like putting a little bit on your sponge, wiping it down, running out, washing out your sponge, going Briefly back. Briefly dampening the sponge prior. To, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a whole system. So I think I love spray bottles. I have way too many spray bottles in my locker. So I'm definitely really excited to try this out and not be afraid of having it fall over and losing half of my bottle immediately. I'm so excited to not have shavings and fecal matter floating around in my bottle. Okay. This is just, this is just everything to me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So the moral of the story, (laughs) banning checks, make the checks go away. Give us ideas. If you have more, we'd be glad to hear them. And if you support us, please Get on board with stopping the checks, okay? Just start telling your trainers, listen, homie, no one writes checks no more. Get you a Venmo, get you a PayPal. I don't care what you do, but no. family. That's fine. (laughs) Oh, so much wine is involved in the making of these episodes, and we truly appreciate all of you staying with us. Thank you so much. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Another another amazing come recording. Come back next week. Yeah. Oh, please <laughs> come back next week. We need you. Please. We need the snappers. Otherwise, we just talk to the void of space.